0: Hey, I'm Fred. And I'm Ed. And this is Create a Generation. Create a Generation Hype. Alright, Frederico, what is happening this week? This week we're chatting to the guys from behind the bar.
1: I think we, did, we definitely all panicked a bit, like it, it felt a bit out of control for a while when it was having that really crazy growth spurt. Uh,
0: we met them on their journey before they had like zero subs and now the channel is doing really well, so it's really a fascinating insight into how to grow our YouTube channel.
2: Hey, uh, before we get started, if you like this podcast that we've put together for you, please let us know on Apple Podcasts by leaving a review. We'd love to hear what you think about it. Let's get into it.
0: Let's get into it.
2: All right, welcome back to Creator Generation. This week we are joined by Josh and Kara from Behind the Bar. Hi.
3: Thanks for having us.
2: I don't have a cocktail in hand, so I really failed at prep for this episode. I'm hoping at least... Kara, you got
1: a... Uh, you know, I actually, I actually don't. Um, I think last time when we were on your, uh, when we did the little tutorial with you, I, uh, I had one on hand, but yeah, it was a little bit early in the day, even for me today. It's after midday. Anyway, <laughs>
2: behind the bar, we probably should give context. Um, it's a cocktail YouTube channel. So maybe both of you or either of you could maybe do a better introduction of what your channel's about.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I think what we, I guess our kind of tagline is... Um, you know a safe space for all things bar and booze um so it is a it is a cocktail youtube but also you know looking at a a lot around sort of drinks and drink culture um there's a lot of kind of storytelling and i guess like deeper dives on specific spirits and things like that as well um so a fairly uh yeah a, a good spread of content i think as well as just your your sort of how to's on individual cocktails
2: yeah that's probably a a Good distinction, right? You guys do show how to make cocktails, but um, you get right into the stories of these cocktails and and the booze as well.
0: Yeah. Mm. this so, is, it, uh, is the, it is the first, uh, I think, bar channel we've had <coughs> on the channel. Uh, and to correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember having another one.
2: Definitely. Yes. We, yeah, 100%.
0: But this is a particularly interesting story because um, we met you, or I met especially Josh, before – really you'd started this channel or really had been YouTubing long. Was that right? That's right. It's not Josh.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was actually working on, um, another channel. Um, I'd probably been at that stage, been mucking around on YouTube for a bit over a year. Um, it was a channel called The Gravy, and um, it was with uh, a chef mate of mine, um, ex-master ex chef guy uh, called Aaron, and, and we were doing a show called Pimp My Noodles uh, where we took um, instant noodles and turned them into sort of crazy gourmet creations. And um, you know, it was lots of fun and, and all of that, but, you know, after a year or probably a little bit more than that, I, I just was absolutely flummoxed by how YouTube worked and, yeah, I was sort of trying to... Um, uh, you know, uh, asking lots of people about you know their thoughts about it, and and honestly, I was I was speaking to some people who uh, you know work in advertising and and uh, consultants for big brands, and it, uh, no one had told me anything that actually made YouTube make any sense to me. And it wasn't until I met you and and you know sat down with you for an hour or so, and and I sort of thank you very much for that because I, I walked out of that meeting with you just. You know, my mind was blown. Um, I suddenly, I knew that what we were doing with Pimp My Noodles was never going to work, and so I was crushed in a sense. But I was also totally elated because f- finally, I sort of had a a little bit of an insight into into YouTube and and had met someone who could actually explain it to me in a way that that made sense.
0: Well, thank you, Josh. My my vast skills were appreciated. I... <laughs> no, but it, but,
3: it, 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 yeah, it was it was from that that it sort of you know. Uh, i was doing that show um with aaron in, and he was in sydney so um i'm in melbourne and it was it was really hard logistically so uh when when i was sort of rethinking you know and, and learning more with you guys and, and doing some of your workshops and and sort of understanding more about how youtube worked i, I started thinking okay perhaps how could i not necessarily pivot the channel because i, I just didn't think that was going to work and um aaron's you know i, I don't want to say anything bad about him because he's an awesome guy and and really talented and got fantastic ideas but i don't think he was prepared for the long haul of youtube mm. um he wasn't prepared to let it grow organically he he was an ex um uh producer or uh, band manager kind of um uh promo promo's guy and so he sort of had that understanding of of you know you, you go out and you market heavy and you you know, you, you launch with a big splash and 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 so he wasn't prepared to sort of have a video sitting up there with no views on it for, for a while, which is kind of understandable because he had a he had a um, personality anyway. But, um, yeah, when I started rethinking and going, okay, how could I do something differently that might be a bit more sustainable and, and be prepared to grow a bit more slowly, I, we sort of came up with the idea of behind the bar.
0: Mm. And this is what I like about, I guess, your story is that, I mean you'd had experience previously and it didn't work out and you took that and you started something else um with a different formula it's also you know the previous one took sort of older thinking what's I say older think, you know older thinking about how video should work and promotion should work that was flipped on its head but what I also really really like is that you know the channel now has started to grow and seen significant growth and, and pick up in the in the last uh, couple of months and it's now you know it's doing extremely well um and it's often rare we come across creators that we you know we we have seen right at the beginning of their journey um to when they're doing well often we see them at you know some point as they're starting to grow a bit more so it's really a really interesting story and i want to take that apart a little bit and and talk about that but first at the beginning how did you and kara meet and um come up with the channel then
3: yeah sure well the um so there's a, a third party um, that that you're not speaking to today, and his name's Jesse, uh, and he owns the restaurant that um, the bar Cara manages. The, the bar sits on the top, it's on the fifth floor, and the restaurant's down the bottom. They, they are the same bar, effectively, but they are four, four five floors apart. But uh, he's an old mate of mine. I, I grew up with him, and um, I was chatting to him about the idea, and his ears pricked up. He's always sort of looking for interesting things to do. and um he talked about Kara and said you know i think she would be great and um so yeah he he Kara and i hooked up and i sort of talked about my ideas and and has got a, a huge passion for i um, mean she's obviously an expert in her field but also got a, a passion for teaching people and i think you know those things when they're combined it's a you know that's the sort of gold dust that you need for something to be successful on youtube i think and so yeah that's how how we met but yeah we hadn't we didn't really know each other before
0: and Kara, what did you think about you know being asked do you want to be a youtuber
1: well i mean it's quite funny obviously he like uh yeah as josh said jesse is very much uh he he you know throws a lot of things at you sometimes i've worked for him for about four years now so you know it wasn't super surprising that he had some other kind of hair brain that he wanted me to be a part of um but i'm glad that this one actually stuck i guess <laughs> um but yeah i definitely didn't i i you know it's funny hearing you say about the longevity of youtube and things like that and i probably didn't quite get my head around that to begin with and just thought it would be a bit of fun to um yeah to film a few videos and and things and um yeah, probably didn't realize quite how much a commitment is, but it's also obviously so rewarding, especially when you do start to, they start to grow a little bit. Um, and yeah, I think as Josh says, I'm really, I really, you know, enjoy talking about what I do and trying to make it, I guess we, we see that it, it's something that deserves to be taken seriously, and it's such you know hospitality is such a big part of all of our lives. But a lot of people that don't work in it don't really think about it and don't maybe give it the respect that it deserves.
2: Anyway. Um
1: So yeah, it's definitely uh, like I saw a, a few different positives in um, being able to to sort of go online and connect um, with people about it.
0: It's interesting what you're saying, but, you say, but shh, and quiet for sorry and quiet. Shh.
2: I'll go to the kitchen, make myself a cocktail, and I'll just sit back and have a listen. I'll go, go. Um, I just, are any uh, any any suggestions what I should whip up quickly while I'm just? Being-
1: well, you know, you you mean you haven't watched our like easy lockdown cocktails? You get do a little bit of these if you've got some gin and some
0: honey. Yeah, honey sounds good. Yeah, I, it's funny you say. Um, you know, sometimes things don't get the. Um, level of attention they deserve in terms of like how difficult they're going to be. Um, Often we find that with creators, no matter what we tell people when they're first starting, they never quite realize how much effort it takes to build a channel. Um, And we always liken that to like, you know, when you're building a business, it takes a lot of effort um, and it's a lot of commitment. Um, And the same thing with YouTube, it does take significant effort and commitment in order to channels to succeed, um, especially going to be methodical about it. So, you know, it's good that you guys have gone past that initial threshold and now you're seeing uh, gains in that. Um, and as a channel grows but like what was that journey of growth from being at zero to sort of where you are and you passed about fi- around 50,000 subscribers now I think
3: I think this morning we yeah 56 oh, cool. we ticked over this morning so
2: yeah awesome. slowly building
1: yeah I think the first thousand took us was like six or eight months or something your initial like few few hundred kind of um and then past that it was like it was pretty slow going uh for a <laughs> it while did feel like ages
3: <laughs> didn't it Yeah, because we we were putting out, we tried at first to do um, every two weeks, so every second Tuesday. We started on Fridays, I think, um, thinking that that would sort of work well, and then Cara sort of kept going, I reckon Tuesdays is better because that's when my friends are off, so we pivoted to Tuesdays. And I think within a couple of months we'd got it up to we were doing um, one every week, and and that sort of helped. Um, Certainly we started to get... once you get a few more videos up people tend to look through your back catalog and and so there's a bit more there for a bit more meat there for people to get stuck into but yeah it was eight or nine months for the first thousand and then maybe sort of mm, eight or ten weeks for the second thousand and then six for the six weeks for the third thousand and then suddenly it sort of you know it was it it started to move pretty quick and then when we hit ten thousand then suddenly it just went Bam, and grew really quickly for a month or two, and then it's levelled off a little bit now. Um, but yeah, we're probably growing at about between two or three thousand a week at the moment. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, so probably, yeah, that's, that's very, very good growth. Um, that' excellent to, to to hear, I guess. And it must be very satisfying to see that. I mean, how do you? I mean, going from having that slow growth to what it is now, how do you like? How did that feel? Were you like shocked to it? Like, you know, what do you do next? Or what? What What, did it, what were your reactions?
1: I think we de we definitely all panicked a bit. Like it, it felt a bit out of control for a while when it was having that really crazy growth spur. Um, and honestly, like I didn't really love it because up until then, when we'd be growing like quite slowly, but you know, building like every yeah, as as Josh said, every thousand was getting that little bit quicker. Um, you know, it was felt like a good community. There was a lot of good interaction with the actual content and stuff like that. And then I guess when it just started to explode for whatever reason, started getting a lot more comments. They were just not that nice. Um, I mean, and, and, you know, some were meant to be complimentary, but not the kind of comments that I was looking for um, and things. And it started to feel a little bit like spinning out of control. Um, so honestly, I'm probably quite glad that it's it's leveled out again, um, you know, because I think, yeah, numbers are one thing, but also trying to, you know, as I said, our whole tagline is a safe space for all things bar and booze. And when you, when you start growing that quickly, how do you really, you know um keep a keep a handle on that and make sure that the that the comment section actually is a nice place to be where people can ask you know questions and not get jumped on and that kind of thing so yeah I think with it leveling out now it's starting to to get back to feeling like we're more being served to the kind of people that actually want to watch us and not just tear it apart or say um gross things
3: yeah I think that the analytics on YouTube don't Factor in marriage proposals, and I think at one stage Cara was getting about ten a day there. So (laughs) maybe that's a new analytic they can manage.
2: Oh
0: goodness me! I
2: mean, there'd be a lot of a lot of guys who are like, well, like a a a lovely lady with a, a wonderful accent who who loves booze and. Um, is knowledgeable. Those are whiskey. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's a checkbox somewhere. I'm not sure.
3: A, it certainly seems to be, and and yeah, the whiskey video, um, how to order whiskey like a boss, has has been the one that's been. It went crazy. I don't know what happened to it, but but yeah, sort of. It went from oh, maybe ten thousand views over. It, it had been up for nine, nine or ten months, and then all of a sudden, it did three hundred thousand views in a month, and just um yeah. It, it was really crazy
0: there for a while probably a lot of <sighs> people insane. locked locked in the house were like I really need to know more about the whiskey <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> Oh, goodness me so how, what was that like, like oh i guess the celebrity aspect i mean Josh you're behind the scenes doing a lot of the, that part but um kara being the face of it like how did that feel that people are now recognizing you and like you know proposing marriage (laughs)
1: yeah I mean I guess like thankfully it hasn't really happened in in real life that much because that would uh definitely phase me um a bit but uh yeah I um like try and keep the conversation very much focused on the on the bar and booze side of things and I just don't really respond to anything um you know that's more to do with my appearance or whatever like even if again even if it's meant to be complimentary it's just kind of like sort of you know I'm, I'm here being professional maybe we can just stay focused on that um, <laughs> but it's also nice because it's de- you know it's definitely I guess raised my profile within the industry and, and presented you know other side opportunities and things like that mm. um, which is really fun and yeah as, as we said like my, my main goal has always been about education so some of the messages that I got a really lovely one last night from a woman saying she's like um you know a housewife and a mother but she tries to kind of learn new things and she was always being really intimidated by booze and um and so she looked started looking at my whiskey videos but then now she's really into like sherry and vermouth and stuff like that and obviously you know that kind of message is just you're like yes like that's that's why we wanted to do this in the first place um so yeah it's it definitely has has uh you know both sides to the coin but i think the the positives outweigh the negatives for sure
2: that is awesome. That's nice. Are there, hey, Caro, are there a bunch of um, skills that you've picked up all these years of working behind a bar in real life that you sort of, other than the knowledge and the, obviously, like, the, you know, the whiskey stuff, but you're talking about the community and the people and, and, and like, creating that atmosphere. Are those things that you're sort of taking from a, a bar setting and, and applying to the online world?
1: i mean i I definitely think so I think um you know a lot of the same principles of how uh, like I've genuinely I've never liked you know a, a bartender attitude of sort of this guy doesn't know what they're talking about or whatever um and always tried to kind of very gently educate um from behind the bar, but there's also a massive performance aspect of it, you know on a busy Friday night um that's what you're doing, you're, you're hosting, essentially, um, and trying to make people feel welcome and, and put a smile on their face. And yeah, so I don't think any of any of that can really go amiss in, in YouTube either. Um, and yeah, as you say, I guess, trying to like, you're always trying to bring a bit of energy, like crack a joke, keep things like lighthearted. And I think that translates really well, as well, rather than just you know because I mean some of the some of the videos are quite do go quite in depth on some pretty complicated topics um and you know could could definitely get a bit dense and a bit monotonous if if you know you weren't always kind of trying to look for that like place to have a cheeky little joke or funny turn of phrase or whatever so I think that's definitely all um yeah all fairly transferable
2: skills brilliant you guys produce pretty polished YouTube content like it, the production value is pretty high um, what like uh, and the information that you're going like it's not just a, a how to you, you go quite dense so what goes into making a behind the bar youtube video yeah
3: there's a there's a few steps um, at, at first I was sort of i would defer to Kara a little bit more and sort of say what you know what do you think is worth you know what do you think we need on the channel? Um, I, I probably come from it now a little bit more looking at what other people are doing and sort of what what audiences are after. But I still still defer very much to Cara in terms of you know how that how that story is told. Um, so I was gonna yeah, say it
1: might... if if he comes with an idea that I don't like, then I just write it the way that I want to write it anyway, <laughs> and then we... <laughs> it usually kind of meets in the middle somewhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah yeah so i i will probably lean a little bit more to the popularist side of things and, and present those ideas and then cara will either shoot them down or say i'll do it this way and then then it's over to cara for a while
1: uh well yeah i mean i usually um start just doing some research so seeing what kind of resources are already out there i've got a few um you know Uh, sort of online resources that I really respect for um, bartending because obviously there's just so much information out there and I think that's another useful thing from having been in the industry for a while I can look at a page or a a recipe or whatever and be like "Mm, yeah I don't think these guys really know what they're talking about Um, but there's a few few pretty solid resources uh, that I'll just read through basically everything and get it in my head and start kind of talking it out and trying to figure out where the angle is in it to make it a little bit interesting and a little bit um, unique. And then, yeah, just, just write the script really. Um, It's not, it's not too, not too complicated on my end.
3: And then from there Cara will flick it to me and I'll I'll sort of do a little bit of the YouTube stuff, sort of make sure we've got our sort of call to actions and subscribe and and sometimes I'll, I'll break it up just a little bit more. and, And that's more just, learning about how people are, um, uh, one one of our videos, we sort of had a, a bit of a preamble. Um, and I think it was 45 seconds before there was a, a nice spot to actually put a shot of a cocktail in there. And the audience drop off was huge. <laughs> so It was a bit of a lesson there, OK. There needs to be a snappy introduction, no more than 10 seconds long, and get a picture of a cocktail or something happening really early on to, to pique the interest. And then, so, it, I, yeah, we've had a couple of, of videos that um, are quite long-winded, but if you can have those sort of teasing steps along the way through, and, and we're certainly getting better at that, I think, um, just so, you know, if it, if it is a 10 or 15 minute long video, you, you've, you've sort of broken it up into sections and and you're sort of suggesting what's coming without without slowing down the the speed of it i guess
0: awesome like i mean talking about uh content choices um there's something to be said there about like like obviously what you want to make versus what necessarily audiences want to see and um i think creators are often surprised of what becomes popular um like how does that how do you reconcile that like obviously you said like josh will bring you an idea car and then you can change that depending on how you think it should be written but what about the actual topic choices generally like what drives that are you really looking at audience data or are you thinking I think this will be really popular
1: well I think it's been interesting because I guess there's two different ways and Josh can um, jump in because he obviously does the actual kind of crunching the numbers and things on it but it seems like um, you have your obvious stuff that's going to be really popular you know like your Long Island iced tea or whiskey or something but also there's kind of we've because I have like there have been some videos which are a bit more niche things like vermouth and sherry. There's not that much content up there, so if you do get someone who's looking for vermouth, then you're one of only maybe like you know six videos or something. Um, you sort of quite quickly get ranked a little bit higher, I think, as opposed to being yeah you're one of a million other people on the internet talking about whiskey. Um, so I think it's it's good to have a little bit of both. But yeah, I know Josh has an actual. Um, way of looking at that
0: can i ask though what is what is vermouth exactly apart from being a pretty
1: (laughs) it's a it's a a fortified and aromatized wine uh so it's the, the thing that's in your martini other than you know gin or whatever um but it's actually quite a large category of uh of um of booze i guess um but, yeah, I think that video is about 15 to 20 minutes, so we probably don't want to go down that wormhole right now.
0: <laughs> think, I'd, I'd interest, do people actually drink vermouth by itself or does it have to be mixed?
1: Yeah, you can drink it on the rocks, um, especially, you know, like Spain and Italy and stuff like that where they do tend to have a little bit of a leaning towards um, slightly lower ABV uh, drinks, just, yeah, on the rocks as an aperitif, but also like, uh, one of you know favourite summertime drinks is just a vermouth and soda. You know, especially if you kind of are doing that, start start drinking in the pub garden at like two PM or whatever. It's like it's a nice easy introduction to before you move on to anything harder.
0: Nice. And do you do they get do you get requests from the audience asking for things and you're just like, uh no, we're not gonna make that
1: uh honestly not he like because normally people ask for classics in a way that you know even if it wouldn't normally you know it's maybe not something that I usually drink I definitely make heaps of them and I understand that people enjoy drinking them so I'm more than happy to um to make it some of the some of the recipe suggestions that we get in the comments of people that have like kind of put things together at home or whatever you're but like oh good I'm glad you enjoyed that one <laughs> like Probably not going to try it myself, but if you liked it, then that's great. That's all
3: I, I make plenty of suggestions that she says no. We're not going to make that. All right.
2: <laughs> Attempted to do a, a rocket fuel episode.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: Oh, rocket fuel is <laughs> like a, a mix of all the rants and crap that's left over. I guess <laughs> like something we used to, like. It's like it's like a young person, like a super. 18, 21-year-old drink, isn't
1: it? It's actually genuinely, there's some stuff like, and I'm not just trying to be um, like snobby about it. I just, I've never done kind of more like nightclub bartending. So all this stuff, like all the fun, like layered shots and things like that that people do, it'd be pretty inauthentic for me to turn around and do it because I've literally never done it before. So I have no right to tell people how to do that. So I'm I'm more than happy to leave that to the experts in in that field, you know?
2: Uh, Have have you had no rocket fuel expertise? (laughs) (laughs) Before we go home together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, randomly yeah. yeah i think every every, every college <laughs> student idea, has their own
0: please. recipe for uh for rocket fuel but um have you invented any cocktails yourself
1: yeah yeah um i mean that's a pretty like you know uh large part of of managing a bar you know i always get my whole team involved it's one of the fun things about being a bartender i think is um is putting drinks together uh so like your kind of menu development um side of things but honestly like i'm i've normally stuck quite closely to twists on classics and things I don't I don't like you know things with 15 different ingredients and heaps of really complicated techniques and things like that um but you know uh, yeah we definitely use a lot more fresh produce than we than we really do in in, on YouTube and, and you know have those kind of steps of making homemade syrups or shrubs or things like that that are what I guess yeah make your cocktails different from any other bars um and that's, I guess, something that we might have to look at at some point because we're just not really set up at the moment to show me making cocktail uh, syrups and things in, in the film set. So mm. I've kind of stayed away from anything too complicated that I can't drop a pretty easy recipe just um, in. But yeah, I guess further down the line, that's definitely some a way to expand. You know, I don't think we'll run out of things to talk about anytime soon, but um, I'm sure that side of thing would be something people would be we'd like to see as well.
0: And do you think people underestimate it? how hard it is to be a professional bartender and come up with all this stuff?
1: Yes and no. I think so. Almost there's, sometimes people give us almost a little bit too much credit in terms of thinking that, you know, you actually <laughs> just have like 350 recipes in your head and that's what I'm trying to say where I'm like, you know, like 15 of these drinks are all just the same drink and you're just switching out the base for it or whatever. Um, so there's, the you know, yeah, I think uh, maybe – demystifying some of it. Um honestly the thing I think, yeah, I, I think once you start thinking about making cocktails more similarly to cooking, like people kind of are a little bit scared of them. But it's really, it's just all about flavor and making it balance and thinking, okay, where's your sweet coming from? Where's your bitter coming from? Mm. And all of that kind of thing. And once you break it down like that, it tends to be a little bit um easier. Uh, but also, you know, there is, but at the same time, yeah, we spend a lot of time like learning about everything on the back bar and and you know everything in your uh in your speed rail and all that sort of thing and and also it's just it's quite a lot of emotional energy being a bartender to be honest that's the hardest part I think and the thing that um people can can kind of forget when they're being rude to us on a busy Friday evening when their drink's taken you know 30 seconds longer than they (laughs) they wanted it to um Um, and again that's uh, I guess there's a certain Side of me almost wanting to do this to sort of like teach a little bit of etiquette to yeah. people being in bars and, and restaurants as well and yeah just that sort of it's, it's not the easiest job in the world so be nice to us please
0: Well hear me out here um, I'm going <clears> to <throat> throw some, tell you some ingredients that I think would work in a, in a cocktail and I want you to um, tell me A would it work and then B I'd like you to give it a name if you could um, <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking uh, a little bit of uh, spring water a, a dash of cooking salt a dried bay leaf, and a shot of vodka.
1: Yeah, I reckon that sounds, I mean, it's it's not too far from a martini, really, is it? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: what would you call that one? What would you call it?
1: I don't know, it's like salty dog.
0: <laughs> salty dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 call, I can't I, top that. I call I mean, that I'd
2: call like to order it. Like, who wouldn't? Want to, it's kind of like YouTube titling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I call it. Like I call YouTube it out out the Ant McCormack,
0: by the way, if you're wondering.
2: Mike. Well, the salty dog. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's I'm down dog. with that. Like, I'd love to order it stand <laughs> at the bone. I'll have two salty dogs, please. Yeah.
0: I, bet, I bet Cara's like, uh-huh. oh, that's a terrible idea. And then you're writing it down in your book and you're like, this is going
1: to No, much. I mean, I'm honestly <laughs> just thinking, I feel like that is already a drink. <laughs> that's the thing. All the good names have been taken already. Oh, the ba- this is why I like working in a Spanish restaurant because then what I do is I just take one of the ingredient names and then translate it to Spanish. And that's what the cocktail is called.
0: Mm. So
1: like you know, the mandarina or the what whatever, <laughs> I just find a nice sounding Spanish word.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice.
1: I mean, I feel like you're joking, but that's genuinely. You know, I've been no. in really fancy cocktails. Saline solution in cocktails is all of the rage, which is just your salt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, um, Ant, I think you had a question.
2: Well, I, I can't. Like, I, I want to go. Let's let's go back and talk YouTube because talking cocktails is is phenomenally interesting. But cocktails and YouTube is 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 the sweet spot for us here on this podcast. Um, and I I, I think. You know, while we're recording this, we're still in COVID. Um, we're in lockdown, quite strict here in, in Melbourne, where um, where Cara and Josh and, and I'm based. A lot of every, pretty much everything else is shut and we have a curfew. We can't go out after 8pm. Um, but that's not been such a bad thing for the channel, right? Like that's coincided with, with a fair bit of growth.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess on my end, I'm also like, but also a lot of bars are doing takeaways, so please support them. You get really good uh, bottled <laughs> oh, cocktails if you, okay. if you need, your, if you need a one night off from being your home bartender.
2: Yeah, so, like, I don't think it's – and it's definitely not fair to say COVID equals booze, how-to how story-based channel growth. I don't think that – So, but because you guys have being at this for quite some time, but how did that sort of, like, what specifically did you see happening in your channel around lockdown here and globally?
3: Um, I, I can jump in. There. Look, at, it's a it's a hard one because first lockdown for us didn't see much of a change. Everything sort of seemed to stay pretty consistent. It was still growing, but but it, it wasn't growing any faster than it had before. And then come the Melbourne second lockdown, um, and you know, I'd I'd still love to know what it was that actually lit the the fire under everything. Um, but it was sort of at the end of, at the end of uh, June, uh, one of our videos just had a little spike, and and it was like, oh, that's interesting. Where did that come from? And then that just suddenly, about five or six of our videos, one in particular, the the whiskey one I mentioned um, earlier, how to order whiskey like a boss, just went crazy, and everything just. Suddenly ramped up from there, and and hey, if we knew what it was, we'd we'd be doing it again. But <laughs> it's one of those things you sort of you wonder, and you look at the analytics and sort of trying to work out where things ha- have come from. Um, so it, you know, I wish I knew the answer to that, but um, you know, it it certainly hasn't um, hasn't hurt. And I think another thing that did help us with lockdown is just sort of serendipity was that we wanted to do a, a how to build your home bar. Um, video and and that released just at that second lockdown as well so that's done really well for us so you know timing is one thing but um yeah i don't i'm not sure what sort of happened to to kickstart the whiskey stuff
2: and, and having that back catalog also was but that, that's a, like a lot of views were coming to past videos in your library right
3: yeah, absolutely, and and Cara mentioned this, she touched on it earlier with the Vermouth video that has just performed, it's it's never been one of our best ones, but it's always been in the sort of top 10 of just ticking away, and and you wouldn't think that that would be a particularly, um, uh, you know, one of our, our biggest performers, it's certainly not a, a classic cocktail or anything like that, but it's just ticked away and brought people to the channel, and, and a few of ours have been really good like that, just know not particularly huge videos but just always ticking over in the background and and um yeah so i think that sort of has certainly helped having that back catalog and people do find us for whatever reason through their searches and and then learn that we've got a bunch of other content that that they like as well and and what we did i think what really helped in that in that explosion was that you would see someone discover one of our videos for However they got there, I don't know. But then you would see them comment on that and then another video. And then over the next hour, you'd see them comment on five or six videos. So you've got to assume that if they were watching that many videos that other people were as well and not necessarily commenting. And I suppose that's YouTube YouTube algorithm gold when you get that sort of flow on from video to video to video.
0: That back catalogue or the importance of back catalogue, we've had quite a few creators talk about that and the importance of that. Um, and it's so good that you obviously you had that time, like you know, Kara was saying to ramp up before it got really popular. Um, because it basically granted you a back catalogue and people like something of yours that could come in and, you know, indulge in all that content and because of that increased viewership it was probably serving it out more and more so you'd notice that snowball effect. Whereas, you know, some creators that see initial explosive growth in the first couple of videos with no back catalogue, find it very hard to sustain future growth because they're not able to to capitalise on that or, or, you know, capitalise on a back catalogue. So it's good you guys had that. Um, But speaking of, like, future growth, what's next for you? I mean, you know, in the evolution of YouTube.
3: Well, I keep telling Cara that we've got to double down on whiskey. That's That's our, been our biggest video. So everything whiskey from now on, it's just whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. But
1: see, this is what I mean. Like, you know, before when Martini was the big one, he's like, and we need to do everything Martini, and then whiskey ticked over. And so I'm just like, yeah, I think uh, we can – there's definitely more stuff I want to cover in whiskey, but I think we need to keep surprising people too, you know. No, I'm,
3: I'm, not, I'm not that <laughs> short-sighted. I, I understand. But I, also, I also know that you do have to uh, – Give people what they want, but I think what has been one of our successes is that that we haven't sort of chased views. You know, a lot of people, I, I, I'm, you know, I'll be very honest. I, I do actively look at everyone in our niche, and you can see by um, the video that came out today, which is all about the, the most popular video uh, cocktail videos on YouTube. But um, it, it, I do look at what other people are doing, and and you know, I, I sort of I want to know what people are looking for but i also don't want to copy them i want to offer, you know and, and the great thing is that cara does offer them something new so so that's great she, you know she brings a perspective that you know that i think is really unique and, and people are really enjoying
0: awesome hey look we are actually nearly out of time <clears throat> so we have uh, a couple of last questions the first one's probably the most important um and I'd say Cara's probably best suited to answer this. Um, Cara, you don't really know Ant and I super well, but from what you do know of us, if you were to align our personalities with cocktails, what would they be?
1: Oh, I feel like you, you'd be maybe like a fairly kind of like serious, like stirred down, um, uh, yeah, like a Manhattan or something like, you know, mm. like pretty, pretty classic and like, you know, that you're drinking booze when you're drinking it. I feel like Ant would maybe be something like a little bit more fun and flirty. Like maybe uh, um, adapting or something <laughs> nice, nice and, you know, bright and fresh. and I
0: like Fruit tingle.
1: <laughs> best enjoyed on the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, look, on uh, a, 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 a less serious question, but I think it's one that the audience probably does want to find interesting. What would be your, top tip from you Kara and the top tip from you Josh for anyone who's venturing into the YouTube space for the first time and wants to grow a successful channel
1: yeah I mean like I obviously as as you know you can probably tell don't have a don't have heaps of insight into the actual mechanical um, side of YouTube but I I do think that um, being authentic and yeah you know as I was saying it's like there's certain types of drinks and whatever that I'm just not really going to speak on because I don't really know how to make them, and so it doesn't feel right that I would be the one that would be telling people how to do it. And I think just kind of always having that at the back of your mind, like what is your what is your voice on this subject? Because there's probably very few completely uncovered subjects yet on YouTube, you know. So you're always going to be competing with some other people, um, and so I think trying to have your your own yeah unique perspective on it and and making sure that that comes across as genuine. I
0: think it helps. Fantastic. And Josh, if you're around, what do you think?
3: So I've got two. One's a bit of a joke, one, and, and Cara can have a laugh at my expense about this one. <laughs> it is don't get too excited if Mr. Beast contacts you and wants to be friends.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Mr. Beast contacted you and wanted to be friends, to Cara?
1: I mean we don't I, I think I think Josh reckons that I I had no idea who the person was, but um <laughs> uh, Josh reckons it was like a fake account. Like not 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 the real Mr. Beast, oh, yeah. but Josh got but it, super excited when he commented on one of our videos and said, "Like, hey, let's be YouTube friends."
2: I,
3: I was very overexcited, and <laughs> it, it, this person had totally ripped off Mr. Beast's um, channel. Like, had the same artwork, the same logo, had sort of linked their videos. so So, when you first looked at it, it looked like Mr. Beast. <laughs> And it wasn't until I sort of closely looked at that, hang on a second, he he's only got thirty thousand subscribers. Mr Beast has got millions or something, but obviously quite a few other people have been sucked in by it as well. So um yes. Don't get too excited if Mr Beast likes your video and Fair comments enough. and wants to be friends. But the real one, I I think it's YouTube's a marathon. Just be be prepared to to you know, it's it's years, not months, I think. Um so just be prepared that you do need to put in the work. Put up the videos, have that back catalogue there, and you will be rewarded for you know learning. I think you need those early videos to make mistakes, and and that's the beauty of YouTube too, is that you can. It's a platform that lets you make mistakes, and it's it is actually quite forgiving in a strange way. I mean, <laughs> some of your comments, you don't think it's forgiving, but um, yeah, it it certainly is forgiving in it in that sense. It, it lets you learn from your mistakes and and build upon. Um, what you're
0: doing. Excellent. Right? Well guys thank you so much for joining us and um, yeah it's been actually very educational and I'm very impressed at your cocktail selection and knowledge and how you have grown your channels.
2: So well done. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for having us. i off, yeah. off to the kitchen to make a Salty dog.
1: Yeah, well, you've uh, I've, I've wetted my thirst now. I think
2: I'll go and. <laughs> can, can you please try that car and, 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 and I'm, share yeah. the results with us? I
0: <laughs> and I'm off to make my version of it, which is the Auntie Cormac. Uh, so yes, uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank guys. you
3: very much. See you guys. Bye. generation on the mic